0: Hi and welcome to Co-op Couch. I'm your host Richard. With me in the studio as always is Moni. Today we're going to talk about the new arena mode in Apex. What that means for Apex and what we think that might actually change in the future. We're going to also do an update on our story from last week with the days gone. We're going to talk about the remake of KOTOR that just was announced. And uh, stay tuned towards the end because I'm going to talk about a game that I just released. all this more on Co-op Couch. Let's discuss. We have Days Gone Lead Designer. Thanks, fans, for playing the game no matter how much money they spent. This is touching on the last thing we talked about last week with what uh, we'll call Monty's Rant. So I'll let you uh, pick up on this. What are you thinking about this?
1: Yeah, well, I it's perfectly fine, but I mostly wanted to clarify because I believe I said the uh, <clears throat> person who did the fucking full price rant John Garvin. He's actually a former director, so he's no longer with that company. So I can kind of see why. But I was also wanted to point out that the person here, Eric Jensen, put a tweet out and he is the Days Gone lead designer saying it doesn't matter how much he paid for it, borrowed it from a friend, watched someone else play it or tried it with playstation now or playstation plus i appreciate you thank you for playing our game the outpouring of love and support for our game and our studio has been incredible so i mean mostly i just wanted to bring this one back up so that way because i was incorrect i thought he was still with the company and i thought he was speaking for the company so it looks like he was just having his own little Ah, uh, temper tantrum, which I still <laughs> still agree with that. He is throwing a man-child-sized cry, but, you know.
0: Well, um, I, I like this as, like, a tie-up to that story. Um, you know, we're pretty he- heavily pissed off that he would say stuff like that. You know, we did talk about the price. Games need to be increased. So so discounted games, we get where he's coming from, but we also think that the way he addressed it and the way that he um, went at it was all wrong you shouldn't be mad that you're getting a game sold, period. Um, and I like that Eric Jensen here comes in and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't want to be associated with that motherfucker. Okay? Uh, and, and I think that's a that's a great way to end that story, I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It. It's like, I, I figured if he didn't work with them, even if he did, I'm sure I figured that they'd eventually put out something, but... I think they had two sooner rather than later, so.
0: Right, right. It's because they listened to our podcast, and uh, obviously they were like, hey, <laughs>
1: that
0: uh, co-op couch over there, man, they just uh, they they gave us a new one, and we need to fix this right now. Uh, they do have a petition to try to get Days Gone 2 approved. How do you feel about that?
1: That's fine. If if people want it and Sony looks at it, that's perfectly fine. I I won't play it. I still didn't enjoy the first one, so I wouldn't get the second one, but uh, I think they're up to 80 million signing, people signed. Yeah, so, um do you,
0: do you think you would play it if it was on, um, you know, we talked about the Xbox Game Pass, possibly having a uh, similar competitor or just Game Pass itself being on PlayStation? Would you play it if it was on something like that where you didn't actually have to pay for it?
1: no i i don't i don't think i just i couldn't get in the first game like i said i played six hours i just couldn't do it yeah
0: no i get it I, i'm on the same boat I, I didn't play that much of the first one um i probably want to play it even if it was free for the second one but uh if these devs can get money and, and get more jobs going then i say go for it and uh knock out the new game i mean anything uh triple a or indie or anything like that that may- makes this kind of money and you can keep doing it just keep doing it you know what i mean so yeah, i say go for absolutely. it I, not not for us but you know <laughs> that's okay now a game that we uh both really play and really enjoy and i've been really excited to talk about this and uh i'm sorry i threw away that day's gone really quickly but uh apex legends is ad- adding an arena mode 3v3 dude <laughs>
1: i'm excited about this shit okay Continue, but what, what 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 <laughs> makes you excited about this one? Because I am intrigued.
0: So, from what I understood, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but this is just three v three. This is like a uh, like a Call of Duty or, or like a Halo map where you're just playing three v three, right? This is this isn't the whole map. There's smaller maps, um, more more intimate, I would say.
1: uh yeah well it's also going to make it easier because you can take the existing maps shrink them down for this so you might not have to redo any assets but um yes it's uh I've heard a lot of people say it's kind of like valorant okay um okay but i uh, have you seen the trailer that released today yeah
0: uh the trailer looks fantastic uh, i think it looks like fun Uh, And there's a lot of times where, you know, our group of friends will have two teams of three or two teams of two in, in a chat together and we can't do something together. This is what's coming to my head. You know what I mean? If they give a way to do this custom wise where you can have your own teams against each other, that that's that's the fucking shit right there.
1: Oh, customs, customs would be amazing for.
0: Right. Can you imagine like uh, you know, our uh, like a three-man crew uh versus a three-man crew of our squads, that would be so much fucking fun, dude. I think so. um, I think I think the whole thing is just exciting to me. Uh, Apex is great as a battle royale, and this might be taking away from what it built, but I think this uh, is is the right move. It, it's something different. Game's been around for a few years it's starting to get a little stale for some people uh this can change that up and add something to it
1: i don't think it takes away because it's its own mode it's not like uh what would what would interest me is if they then decided and i don't know i haven't seen anything on what they're thinking but if they then decide to make its own ranked mode with it kind of oh yeah are you worried about
2: that? Or you think that would be fun?
1: No, oh, I'm not worried about it. I, it doesn't, I don't think it's going to, people are going to play what they want to play. Uh, they're playing the Battle Royale because that's what they want to play. Is this necessarily going to move a lot of those people to that game mode? I don't know.
0: So speaking of uh, a ranked mode, there you go in that quote right there. The developer says it plans to add a ranked queue for arenas sometimes after launch. Fair, fair. So it looks like they are going to be doing that. Um, Again, I just think it needs a customized mode. Uh, You know, give me the arena with my friends. That's what I want. 3v3 is going to be fun. They do the train mode every once in a while. That's 3v3v3, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it it would feel sort of like that. Um, And those are fun for a little bit for me. Uh, I feel like the Battle Royale, you get... You get more more variety of attacks than arena will i think uh you know you need a lot of a level a lot of levels because you're going to have a lot of the same interactions and the same engagements Uh, so having more levels will give you that variety whereas in the battle royale the great thing about it is because of how big the map is there's a huge variety of engagements yeah so i could see that being an issue where they're going to have that destiny issue where they just got to keep adding maps over and over again
1: maybe <clears throat> uh they might do it like they do with weapons where they just do like one' a, one a season,
0: yeah, well, that's true. they can always uh like characters do you know they could do they could do like one with each character that would be kind of cool, having like specialized characters uh, arenas you know like uh We'll take the octane spot on King Canyon if that was its own arena, you know that kind of idea. That'd be interesting.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> My only thing is, I wonder how, how I want. I'd want to see the analytics on this because I'd want to see pick rate for characters in this mode.
0: Oh, you mean like which characters get picked more in this mode?
1: Yeah, because are you just gonna see a team of? Uh, pathfinder wraith and bloodhounds or is there going to be a sprinkling in of everybody because i feel that it's going to be like the the usual tryhards we're going to have one set style of team and do one set style of play so i, I don't mean, know that's very possible we'll and is it a
0: round thing too um I, I didn't catch that in the trailer is there multiple rounds or is it, it is it multiple part? rounds Okay. Uh,
1: it's, yeah, it's multiple rounds, so, so I think it's best of seven. So first four wins.
0: Oh wow! Best of seven—that can make a long game. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you pass I mean, I, I'm excited. I'm excited for the um, for just a, something different in Apex. Um.
2: Yeah, inventory gets wiped after each round, so you mm. still have to
0: pick up stuff. You don't. You don't land with guns, or do you? Oh, no, that's right. You got to buy, buy stuff. That's what she said. Yeah. So that um, that changes things a little bit. That kind of feels a little bit like... Uh, what's that game we've been playing? Uh, Hunt. Yeah, well, Hunt's similar, too. Hunt, you got to buy your, buy your gear. Now, that one's a little scary, because um, as you know, when you die, you lose everything. That fucking... That's scary over there. But no, I was thinking of... Um, gosh, what is it called? We, uh, Rogue Company. Uh, yeah, Rogue Company, you got to buy all your gear through each, Through each, uh, you know, I don't want to say round, each match, you got to buy different gear and stuff. So that it could feel kind of like that, maybe.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, uh, moving on from there, we got some more respawn news. Uh, Apex Legends Studio Respawn Entertainment is making history with winning an Oscar. So that's interesting. Uh, did you already read this article?
1: Uh, little bits of it. Uh, it was actually for their like, little animated, not animated, why am I saying animated? Because it's Respawn. But it's uh, for Colette. It was produced by Respawn Entertainment and Oculus Studios. <clears throat> it was uh, originally appeared within the oculus vr game medal of honor above and beyond
0: oh i see okay i was really cu- curious if it was like one of those uh, apex stories because those were really good i could see one of those getting over, over- they, or
1: something uh they they are but i think if that were the case uh blizzard would have won something by now with their overwatch ones because they're knocked those out yeah. of the park yeah
0: yeah, they do. The Overwatch uh cutscenes are the only reason I play that game. Because I want I see those I see those yeah. videos every once in a while and then I go, ooh, I gotta go play Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, well I never played Medal of Honor. I'm not much of a VR gamer. Um but I mean that's cool. That's good for them. I'm. that's interesting that game studios are winning Oscars. Uh Unreal Engine is used in Mandalorian and things like that. So I I did have a feeling that we're going to see more game companies kind of in that atmosphere of like doing things for movies and and games.
1: True. Well, this also did receive a proper theatrical run ahead of the game's release. Oh. Okay. So I mean th- this was well put together where they had it and this would have been in probably in one of the shorts that we we uh ran at my theater. So, so you guys actually ran this? We we run the Oscar stuff. Oscar, we, we used to do. We didn't do it this year, uh but we used to do like all all the big Oscar nominated ones. Would be like you, you pass, and you could watch them all on that day. For like we'd do day one, day two. So you'd watch like four for one day, four for the other day. So you'd kind of you basically watch till you were like, what's <clears throat> being nominated for the oscars that year and that's really one of them was yep, yeah, one of them was for like animated shorts or any form of short that they were having in the oscars
0: that's really cool i didn't know uh, theaters did that something to look out for uh it says here also it is uh, just the first time a video it, it is the first time a video game studio won an oscar and was nominated so that's interesting because uh, you know this does, like I said, it breaks the mold a little bit. Hopefully, we see more of this. There's a lot of companies, like you mentioned with Blizzard, that do really great shorts and really great uh, trailers. We'll even call them trailers because some some companies use them as trailers, and they're fantastic. They should they should be <laughs> made into like a movie or like a short little series or something. I would love to see an Overwatch series, even just taking all the cutscenes and putting them in one. That'd be fucking awesome.
1: Uh, agreed. I would be completely in for that one. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, not to move quickly, but uh, going back into respawn information here, it's in its early days of building a brand new franchise. Uh, so so this is from a tweet, it looks like. Um, and it says want to get in early and help build a new IP from scratch. Ooh
1: you thinking about this uh, I don't know uh, This uh, the tweet was from Vince Zampella who was the head of Respawn Entertainment so uh, I obviously very credible source on that one but I, I will see I, I can't say I won't buy it because I mean I've loved the Star Wars game they made I love Titanfall series that they've made I love Apex that they've made don't think there's something they've done that I haven't liked?
0: Well, as you know, I don't really, I'm not really into Titanfall. <clears throat> I played the first one a little bit, but uh, I never really played the second one. Um, I usually got to ask you whenever it's a character on Apex that is related to Titanfall, too. Um, but Apex is is fantastic. And I agree with you on Star Wars. Uh, I mean, I think everybody would. Jedi Fallen Order was literally the best Star Wars game we've had since, I would say, since Kotor so i mean any game they release is going to be great it's going to have good graphics it's going to play great and it's it's just going to feel good that's one of their best things is the movements and like the way it feels it feels so good to play a respawn game
1: yeah and uh, when they started the company that's kind of why titanfall was fun for me anyways because their movement as i spoke before about their movements but i Really think you, you should really play the Titanfall 2 story. It, it was actually well done. And when you go into it going, oh, these guys are from Call of Duty studios. That's just going to be some crappy. It was actually really well. It was really well. Really short and really well.
0: You might have to try it at some point. I, I never thought I was going to get into Apex as much as I did. Uh, yeah. So I just never felt like I wanted to go to, but especially in the last few seasons, Apex has stepped up their storytelling game and it and it has made me want to go play the Titanfalls to understand it a little more.
1: Yeah, well, and it, it looks like now they seem to be adding more from Titanfall to the game. Mm-hmm. So. That's what yeah, that's
0: what I've been noticing, especially with uh, next season. Uh speaking about that stuff we talked about earlier with Ash coming in as um the announcer. That's that's from Titanfall, isn't it?
1: Yep, Ash is from Titanfall, and she's been the last few seasons of uh, Apex as well, so.
0: Yeah, Ash and the other girl, too, is uh, Valkyrie. She's kind of related to Titanfall history.
1: Yeah, her father was uh, one of the Predators with Ash. So, no, I, didn't, I didn't know they
0: were that close, so they were actually, like, her dad worked with Ash. So so they're gonna like know each other. They're probably gonna interact a little bit.
1: Well, she would have been a kid when that whole thing happened, but I, I mean yeah, it'll be it will be an interesting I guess there won't be an interaction unless they make Ash into a playable character at some point. You know they're going to.
0: At some point we're gonna have her. I think we were. I thought we were gonna already have her this season. I didn't think
1: they were gonna do Valkyrie. It's it's really tough to say because I know they uh they always have so many leaks in that game, and I know both Blisk and Ash have been showing as playable characters, but we'll see. I don't know. They might want to keep that separate.
0: Now, Brisk, Blisk is her dad. Is is Valkyrie's dad?
1: No. Or Blisk is the Blisk... other dude
0: that was in the video though.
1: He was in the he he was the other dude that she thought yeah, she sure. was blaming for it, blaming him for her father's death. But he's okay. also the leader of the Apex Predators.
0: Well, you know, it'd be cool is um, if they do another title release, you know, like a Apex Two. They can call it Apex Legends versus Predators. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> do like uh, you know like have the good guys and bad guys, and maybe you got to pick them. I don't know, just just an idea. Uh, you know, speaking of of going to the one side, of, I am trying to segue here, but uh, everything you need to know about the Kotor remake—they are remaking Kotor. Oh boy! <laughs> I, I might
1: have been—I I was
0: pretty young when this game came out. Well, I'm gonna be honest—I love it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying—I was pretty young when it came out.
1: I never actually played it, but.
0: That's what I thought, 2003, I would have been.
1: Oh, That's
2: yeah. not I been... <laughs> Let's
0: So I, I was stop. young when this, when this game came out, is, is all I'm getting at. And uh, I played it, but I played it as a uh, young teenage mind where I don't remember any of it. I remember the good plot points. I obviously remember what happened at the end of KOTOR 2. I won't say anything since uh, you haven't played it, but I am excited to play this. I mean, this is, it built the games like Mass Effect. If it wasn't for this, we wouldn't have Mass Effect. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, the original was, yep, from Bioware, so. Which kind of saddens me, it looks like it does not see what does it say here star wars insider bespin bulletin claimed that some kind of Kotar kotor game was in development separate from ea and bioware the publisher and developer of the original game so it's like if it was bioware doing it, it would feel a little bit better but i would rather them focus on their new mass effect and dragon age game So I that's about much, as much as I really know on any of that, because I don't know a whole lot. Like I said, never played it. So what was this game about, young 13-year-old?
0: Uh, So KOTOR was a RPG uh, set in the Star Wars universe that basically uh, wrote the idea of, like, with Mass Effect. I know you've played that the way you talk to people and the way you make decisions and how it overcomes what happens by the end of the game. That whole idea kind of started with Kotor, And, uh, it was just a very vast game. I mean, it started with basically you had, you have this one, the, you have this one dude here. Uh, I believe his name was Malik, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, you think so too? Yeah. I think it's Malik. Um, and he was the main bad guy but his his dude next to him uh this guy i forget his freaking name man it has been so long uh he's the other bad guy he's the guy that you fight in the first one so in the first one you're chasing malik and then you're chasing malik and you end up fighting this other guy um and by the end of that you you find out that there's something up about this dude so then in the second game, you go through uh you go through again with your same character, kinda like Mass Effect, it continues the story, obviously. And by the end of the second game, you find out that you were the fucking Sith Lord the whole time. Like your character. Uh Darth Raven. Raven. Revan. That was the, Yeah. So you find out that you're that guy the whole time. And that you were basically uh chasing your own tail because you were cutting off your own like memory. So that you would look as a good guy, but you weren't. So it was kind of like what Palpatine did as, you know, Sidious. But a little more 3D chess because he was not even knowing. Like, your character doesn't know he's doing it. At the end, it just kind of all rushes back to you and you realize that you're doing both sides. And that's how the two games end. That's it. Okay. Uh, But... In the meantime, like most of the game, you're out there, you're doing side quests. You know, it's it's a Mass Effect. You you're going from yeah. point A to point B. The whole idea is you gotta get it. And I mean, it's made by Bioware, uh, like you said earlier. Uh, so you know that the story is it's all it's all about fucking talking to people. Yeah. So I loved Kotor. I I again, I was like 13 years old, so I might be remembering it wrong, but that's those are the points I remember. I remember the big ass fucking point at the end i remember uh having to choose who to kill in certain situations uh there was like a uh it wasn't a pentagon uh paragon renegade scale but it was it was you know the dark side and light side scale yeah. and it was much like mass effect where like if you wanted to go full dark side you had to do some nasty ass shit man <laughs> you know you want to go full renegade and mass effect you're mass murdering everybody you know what i mean and uh that, that's kind of how that was uh it was very hard for me to always hit. that was always my objective in the game was to be the worst I can be and try to be like the the mass the maxed out like Sith Lord, but I never got there because of how hard it was.
2: Okay. So there uh that's I, I think
0: it would be a great game to see remade. Um let's see. Is it gonna be remade for for like xbox and stuff or is it going to be remade for pc though because i know it's got a big pc following
1: i would assume they'd probably try to do both more money that way but i it would be depending on what they could do and what would be able to be possible
0: yeah it doesn't really look like they have any info on that well um I mean, it'd be interesting, and if you like Mass Effect, man, if they come out with a remake on this, if you try it, I'm sure you'll love it. Here, they have a 31-minute video here that play, explains the whole story. I'm sure it's a lot more complex than the way I put it, but... um, Well, moving on from there. Uh, Sony Deal uh, reportedly blocks Resident Evil Village release on Xbox Game Pass. Oh, that sucks. Oh, man i don't like having to pay for games now you're saying i'm uh resident evil i'm gonna have to actually buy
1: my i already <laughs> pre-ordered it so i'm good
0: you already pre-ordered it i did that with outriders and then like a week before i released that i canceled my pre-order
1: well i still have that money that's where mine came from was that so i put it on resident evil
2: smart
0: Smart. I wonder why um so they have exclusive it says they have exclusive rights to first negotiation to include games on PlayStation Plus or PlayStation Now. And apparently that blocks it from being on Game Pass. That's interesting.
1: It it can be. It's it probably falls into your exclusivity rights and stuff like that. But I mean Eh it's I didn't view that this was going to go on there immediately. This is probably a year or two from that anyway, and I'm sure give it a year, and then that deal and agreement is done. So I'm sure it's going to be a one-year thing. That seems to be where most most of them go. So it's normally it's like, hey, we'll have a one-year where you can't put it on this. or.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. Do they have the other Resident Evil on uh, Game Pass?
1: you know uh let me look that up off off my beautiful game pass app
0: okay well i'll let, I'll let you check into that that's that's interesting because i'm curious if uh if this is the resident evil issue like uh does sony have the rights to resident evil not going on game pass or is it like a capcom like is there because monster hunters on game pass for instance i think uh What's that other game from Capcom that I that I played recently? Devils, yeah. uh,
2: God, what is it called?
1: Yeah. Good call. Good call. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bring down that That's place. a hockey team.
0: Yeah, I see that. that I don't remember.
1: Devils uh, third.
0: I'll that. Devils something.
1: I don't know. I didn't. Uh, seven is. It looks like seven is on Game Pass. So Biohazard is on Game Pass. It doesn't look like the other ones are at the moment.
0: So, okay. So Biohazard was on Game Pass. So yeah, then they can. they are probably add it at some point. They
1: That's they will. I'm sure it's cool thing, just by the way.
0: <laughs> Fair. Sorry. Continue.
1: No, I was just saying I'm sure I'm sure they will. It's just gonna be hey, they can't add it for a year, which okay, fine. I don't don't think it was getting added for a year or before that unless Microsoft would have made a nice deal for it anyway. So
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Usually it takes about a year for most games unless it's owned by Microsoft anyways. Uh moving on from there with another PlayStation uh article. PlayStation and Konami report, uh, rumored to be in discussions for new PS5 Castlevania. Oof, I never really played Castlevania. Have you?
1: Well, back in my day, let me get my walkthrough <laughs> out. Um, it, it was a side-scrolling game that you played. It, it wasn't quite the way that it was. Uh, I actually enjoyed a Castlevania game that I'm pretty sure most people hated, and that was the Castlevania 64.
0: Okay, I'm assuming that's for the Nintendo
1: 64. You are correct, sir. But, yes, it is. It is, I don't know. It's gone through a lot of hits and misses. It was a very strong game back when everything was a side-scroller, back and forth. I mean, it's part of the, it's like the Metroidvania. Literally, that's saying people all, it's a Metroidvania game, which is basically Castlevania and Metroid games. So they just like merged them into a like a standard for game games. Yeah, it's, so it's I mean a lot you'll hear a lot of people say it, it, yeah it's a Metroidvania. Well that vania is Castlevania.
0: Yeah. And it's definitely um I will say as as you know, when I was in school doing the game classes and stuff, they always brought up Castlevania. So it's not that I haven't seen what it looks like or watched gameplay. I just personally um <laughs> as i've made a side scroller uh (laughs) it's not that i don't like side scrollers i just personally never really got into castlevania um maybe it's the uh it's the con like the 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 story it's trying to tell and i'm just not that into vampires and stuff at least that's what i assume it's doing um but i don't know yeah i just never was into it uh but yeah, it's a standard though. It's a they talked about it like crazy. They they you know I had teachers that would have us do reports on why a level worked in a Castlevania game or something like that.
1: Man, if there was a company that I ever wish sold it would be Konami. I don't care who they sell to, just anybody.
0: Do you not like uh, what's his
1: face leading it? Oh wait, no, Konami, uh, I... he doesn't run it anymore, does he? Uh... Are you talking about Kojima?
0: Yeah, didn't he used to run Konami?
1: No, he was just one of their uh, game directors, but he they literally pushed him out. It's like, you're too goddamn reliable for us. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, okay. Because he was in charge of the Metal Gear Solid, and they just kind of, like, decided after five. It's like, yeah, hey, yeah, you're done. We don't want to make video games anymore. We want to make pachinko machines.
0: <laughs> what, uh... That, that's a good point. What Konami games have I played since he left, though? Because he left Metal, Metal Gear Solid 4, 5, he
1: said? Yep, Metal Gear Solid 5 was his last game.
0: Let's see. I'm just curious, because cause Konami, um, I feel like they, they're... I mean, obviously, look at these games. Jesus. They're a big game company. They make a lot of games.
1: They were. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. Let's, let's see these numbers dwindle. They're already getting smaller. All right, so I'd say, what, like, about 2015 was uh, Metal Gear Solid Five? Was I wrong?
1: Oh, God, I can't even remember.
0: Let's see.
2: I am not seeing it anywhere in here. I'm also
0: not seeing any game I've ever played. Uh, Let's read some of these. Beatstream, Quiz Magic, Poppin' Music.
1: Well, most of these are probably just going to be, like, they're garbage either, uh, boy, are they the phone games? They look like like phone
0: games,
1: yeah. Mahjong Fight Club.
0: The fuck is that? Hold on. (laughs) I like Mahjong. There's a fight club?
1: Apparently. Uh, but yeah, I'm not seeing
0: anything in here.
1: Yeah, they they basically like, hey, we're we we don't want you, we don't need you. You're just gonna sit here. Uh, we don't want to make video games anymore. Is literally, they don't want to make video games. Is basically what it is. You're right, so though. They, I
0: mean, I, I I don't see anything since Metal Gear Solid Five, like anything that they released that I that I even know what that name is.
1: No, they switched to pachinko machines because they're more uh, profitable for them. Maybe Baseball Heroes 2014? Nope, that's, I believe, a phone game.
0: Oh, wow. And we're not saying, I mean, I'm not saying uh, phone games aren't games. It's just most of them are pay to win. And most of them are just money grabs uh, or ad grabs, which could be just as annoying.
1: Uh, yeah, so I'm not well, seeing let's...
0: anything. Though. I, I didn't even see Metal Gear Solid Five. Did I not pull up the right list? None of those Konami.
1: But uh, scroll up, see if you can't find like their just their catalog of what they own here, because okay. I want to see because they're sitting on a bunch of things. People, I am sure, plenty of people would love to actually play. I would. They have to have just a catalog if you go up to the top. Yeah, I was looking for oh. a
0: catalog, but it's oh. just kind of all a list.
1: Hold on, it looked like there was a file there. A file. No, just go
2: down. Okay. And keep going down. Okay,
1: sorry. Nope, you're good.
2: I saw an X-Men in there.
0: <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: I Man, doubt the the rights.
0: Yeah, they definitely don't. Dance, oh,
1: dance. Yeah. Konami had a bunch of things.
2: Yeah, they used to, it looks like, for sure.
1: I mean, Christ, it's the Konami code for everything, and then these guys are just like, no, we don't want to do it.
2: Yeah, um,
0: we're getting into MSX. So um, I'm not seeing anything. Oh, here here we go. Here's the Metal Gear Solid games. These got separated, it looks like. Oh, I see, PC so metal gear solid 5 the phantom pain there it is uh 2015 i was right man right on the money so since then uh metal gear survive i heard about super Bomberman. i've played i was looking for that ip list but i'm not seeing it i might have to google that separately i mean obviously all this is their ip but this is just games they made Sega Saturn. This goes through every console they have. Let's see. So, Konami owns Rocket Knight Adventures, Metal Gear, Silent Hill, Castlevania, uh, Frog, Frogger, Gradius, Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, Coden, Pro of Evolution Soccer, uh, Bimani Dance Dance Beat Mania. Hudson Soft, Bomberman, Adventure Island, Bonk, Bloody Roar, Star Soldier, and it looks like that's it. Those are the ones they own.
1: Hmm. I feel like one was missed. I mean, I would love to see like I no think Frogger. they own Contra too. Yeah, Contra. I might have said it oh, wrong. You might have said it, and I just wasn't paying attention. But yeah, they have a lot of IPs, like Silent Hill. Mm hmm. I would love to see side of the game. It's just they they'll sit on them. It's like so. I wish people. It's like hey, we want to do pachinko machines, so sell our stuff, please. Yeah, check this out.
0: The first line of Konami. Konami Holding co-
1: Corporation is a
0: Japanese entertainment, video game, and gamble gambling conglomerate. Gambling. They even put it in their title, man. Like that. That's what they're there for. It'd be nice if they sold like uh, the main. Maybe if they just sold the IPs, you know, keep their Pachiko machines and sell sell model more Metal Gear, Silent Hill, uh, Contra, Castlevania, Frogger, and fuck, I guess Yu Gi Oh, Bomberman. I'd play.
1: Uh, I don't remember uh,
0: much of the rest.
1: Well, I would sell Pez too. That's that Pro Evolution Soccer. I'm sure there's. I if I remember correctly, Uh, that actually sells. Actually sells well, so I'm sure someone would be interested in buying it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to uh, to see if I think uh, wasn't weren't they talking to Microsoft or something? Just I,
1: recently, I saw
0: something.
1: The, everybody's been rumored to be talking with Microsoft. There was what that's a good. Point. Uh, warner brothers was talking to microsoft and then they were just talking about buying Rocksteady from warner brothers uh who got uh obviously we heard the nintendo news that was amazing um then you got obviously bethesda which they bought so i mean they've been talking to anybody and everybody that'll pick up the phone
0: yeah It'd be cool to be about Konami, though. I mean, the money the money Microsoft throws at their new independent developers, I mean, they, they could make some good games with that money. I mean, you could even get, uh, get Kojima to come back, you know? Come make that silent hill that uh, we were all promised that never got.
1: Still rumor that there's supposed to be a Kojima-Microsoft game announcement, whether that's true or not, and whether it comes to fruition. We will see, but yeah yeah. Um, here it
0: is right here. yeah, 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 I'm not good at spelling Oh, it's, <laughs> it's fine, uh, so they are in talks to publish a future title, uh, it doesn't say what it is,
1: well, it's like if you look at that picture there of phil spencer it's it's always just, I love it since like that one time where he had the oh what was it did he have in the background i think it was like the fallout helmet so that's how it's like <laughs> yeah we we hinted that that we were buying that so that statue there right by the xbox logo is actually from death stranding okay okay so it's like oh go kojima he's doing they're doing a game with kojima blah blah blah. it's like well, okay well you want to do that he's got a ubisoft thing from uh watchdogs there too and
0: oh, he's things. totally doing a Ubisoft. Microsoft has been in talks to do a U UB... play, or whatever um, pass, yeah. yeah. So I mean, but for this, uh, this is really significant for him to have, and for him to have that statue. If that's a you know tease, because it's a PlayStation exclusive game, why mm-hmm. does the head of Xbox have that?
1: Well, it's also on PC, and I think. Okay. 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 Be it might be cuz i think it wasn't it was a timed exclusive so i don't necessarily think it was only on steam yeah cuz i swear i could be going crazy you, i thought it was
2: Xbox? added on
0: yeah yep yeah. Uh, Death Stranding has now been confirmed by Kojima Projections for an early summer. uh, This is 2020, so I'm assuming that might have been delayed, or I'm just really delayed.
2: Yeah, that doesn't look like that's been updated. On February 2021, this is a rumor. It says they don't confirm it.
0: It's just speculation, so they don't know. Oh, it's that same picture. <laughs> That's funny. Magic. Um, yeah, I, uh, I think uh, I would like to see... I would like to play Death Stranding. As someone that plays my Xbox way too much and doesn't ever touch my PlayStation, there's games that I own that is just... I have a back catalog of like 20 games I've never played on my PlayStation. Death Stranding's in there. I've never touched it. I've always wanted to. Just never played
1: it. Yakuzas. I want to try to pl- try the Yakuza games, which I know are all on Game Pass, so I might have to try them. But they added the, the new time. one on
0: Game Pass too, didn't they?
1: I think they got like most of them. I know they added I added or are adding. Um what is the spin-off judgment? Oh really? Yeah.
0: Sorry, I was doing a stretch there. <laughs>
1: Everybody um, stretches.
0: Everybody stretches. Uh, so moving both. on from there, it says destiny to let your cu- let you customize your armor. So this is about Transmog. Um, yeah. What do you think about it? Since you sent me this article while I'm reading it a little bit.
1: So have you heard anything about this yet, or not at all? Ha ha ha! Oh, you're not going to be happy from from anything I've seen, and that's probably going to. It's been a minute since I've read this article. I should have reread it here, but um, it sounds more like a headache than anything. It's like because you'll only get to do, uh, do the transmog like eighteen times for a se- per season.
0: That's weird. Like eighteen times to one piece,
1: one character.
0: Oh. So you can only change their armor 18 times per oh that's weird. Here you go. Limited to 10 of them per season.
1: 10. Yeah, okay.
0: Oh, it's because it uses its own material. So a little breakdown here. So you have to defeat enemies to collect synth strand, spin the synth strand on bounties to collect something else called synth cord. Then once you have enough synth cord, you convert that synth cord into synth weave which is what you actually need in the first place. Spend your Synth Weave to transmog your appearance of piece of armor. Jesus. So it says that you can uh, you can buy synth, synth Weave but only up to 10. I think that might be your limit there. I think that's just for buying it. You can. It sounds like you can earn it from these uh, bounties, but you're not going to be able to earn a lot.
1: I don't know. If you go back up to that one where it said 10 per season, that doesn't sound like it's if you're earning, also limited to ten of them yeah, this yep. season.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So only ten. That's crazy. I mean,
0: that sucks. Because because when I'm when I'm like leveling up my character, he looks like garbage. It would be cool if I could just make him look cool while I'm leveling it up.
1: And I'm sure that's what they're doing. It's like, oh, you can just transmog it. But, it, I mean, if it depends on how the transmog goes. Is it going to be like, get now to where you'll have to change it to every time you switch your armor piece to the new piece that is better? Is it going to have to be switched back? And does that count against your transmog? It, I don't know. It's It seems muddy. And it goes back to every time we talk about Bungie and Destiny. And it's it's like... They're doing something people want, but they're doing it in a weird way.
0: <laughs> they're doing it in the normal bungee way, where it's like uh, it's like going to the DMV, you know? Uh, it doesn't matter if your number gets called, because if they don't want to fucking do it that way, they don't got to do it that way. They could just give you another thing to go fill out, and then come back. Bungee's like yeah. that. They're yeah. like, hey, we'll give you transmog, but you got to fill out all this paperwork. And then come back. And then we got more paperwork, because I'm not quite ready for you yet. You go fill that out. Come back and you know what? Okay, fine. You can transmog ten pieces.
1: It's like I, I prefer the DMV <laughs> though. I've have had great experiences surprisingly with the DMV. So I mean, <laughs> you know.
0: yeah, I mean at this point, uh, you know, I've had this conversation a couple times, and I'm someone that I absolutely love Destiny. The lore is what keeps me there, though. It's not the gameplay at this point. Uh, they have gone past the point of repetitiveness, and they have now entered this new realm of it feels like a chore. The whole game just feels like a chore at this point. It feels like I oh I have to get logged on and do this, or I'm going to miss out on this. And uh, it sucks. It sucks. They did this whole uh, you know, back in the day if you missed six seasons of Bung- uh, Destiny, you logged in, they were there. You just played them yeah, who cares? You were really far behind and you had a lot to play. But some people liked that. Some people waited a couple seasons, came in, and played a bunch of content. You know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah, because and... it gave you something to do.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Now, it feels like because they take everything away every season, they're like, uh, it, it feels like you have to be there. You have to do this. You have to do that. And that makes it feel like a chore, which for from what I understand, it's not just me. There's a lot of people that feels this way. That it just feels like, why even log on? When the new season starts, I'm little, they're going to bring me up to the max level I'm already at. Yeah. Why does it matter? So, I'm with you on that. And this doesn't help. I was excited for the transbogging, but making it so I have to do bounties after bounties after bounties to be able to transbog one piece of gear that I can do ten times, that's just, come on, Dutchie.
1: Yeah, you're going through 30 steps to be able to even do it, let alone yeah. it's like, it's like, well, at what point are you going to let us play the game instead of going up? Oh, I guess I'm going to have to go do Gambit 14 more times, even though I hate Gambit or Trials or whatever you got to put me in. Like, eh, There's nothing on Destiny right now. Where you log
0: on and you're like okay i just want to play you know what i mean i just want to play destiny because again the gameplay is fantastic the 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 feel of the game is great the gunplay is amazing so you know destiny is great but when you log on you're like oh reading all these challenges and all this other stuff that you gotta do and you're just like oh and i know what you're saying i know you're thinking you don't have to do any of this but if you're like if you if you're somebody that plays this game to actually complete it, you're gonna fucking do it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's why I'm logged in. Uh, I'm gonna be logged in in a couple days when they're getting close to the end of the season, and I'm gonna try to rush it all at the end.
1: <laughs> hey good
0: luck! Yeah, it sounds like fun, doesn't it?
1: No, uh, I mean yes. I
0: want to talk on that's not Destiny, uh, mainly to just kind of throw that away. Uh, Is I recently released my game, as you know, as my QA tester. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This is my second game I made. It's it's called Humero Shades Oasis. This is a mobile two D side scrolling platformer. Right now, it's in beta beta only for PC. It will be in mobile beta next week, and then we should be released uh, fully released on May first. Um. And I know I said next week it'll be in beta, but actually on Friday it'll be in beta. I'm sorry, for mobile. And then it should fully release Saturday as long as everything goes good on beta on Friday. Okay. Um you've played a little bit. Uh what do you think of the game? And don't don't sugarcoat it because I you know the developers here. I'm just I'm just curious.
1: Oh yeah, the developer's turd. He uh he's just as bad <laughs> as the the former developer of Sony. No. Uh it's good. I, I like it. I like you know, you listen to a bunch of weird people that you deal with so you, you yeah the, feed,
0: the feedback has been interesting from the qas too. right now i didn't mean to interrupt you i'm sorry
1: i'm just no, saying you're... you got a feedback lot to say this is this is your baby like you said you've been working on it for how long now and
0: uh well the artwork i've been working on for three years uh most of it's hand-drawn um but the 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 game itself i started right around covid so it's been about a year for the game itself and it's been a lot of fun um it evolved crazy it was started off as uh me just trying to make a 2d platformer that was kind of fast-paced uh and and difficult at the same time i really wanted to uh, reach difficult you know i wanted you to play the game where you're like what the fuck why can't i get past it I like that when I'm playing a game, I really like to be challenged and I was going for that. And that's what I've been getting from feedback from my QAs. is uh one of them is a little concerned that it might be too difficult. So we're going to we're going to touch on that a little bit in the next couple days in editing. But I think, uh, you know, you have, we have 18 new in We have 18 unique enemies, 10 levels. There's only eight levels that you're actually playing through. Two of them are arenas that you're fighting bosses in. So those eight levels I wanted to feel really, you know, robust so that you don't run through the whole thing in 20 minutes. Yeah. So I did, I, I did make them difficult. I made them very difficult in some spots. There's there's certain spots that uh, you get really frustrated that you get started all the way back at the beginning, especially on the longer levels at the end. But, um Yeah, so if you want to check that out, my website is uh, rbmgames.weebly.com. Check it out there. Uh, You can also check out my other games there. Sorry for the shameless plug at the end here.
1: Oh, it's something Uh, to be excited about. You got you just released a game. I can't say that.
0: It it was a lot of work, and and you helped out a lot, man. And there was, you know, everybody did. Tracy, uh, you, Chewy, uh, we had. we have two QAs. I'm not going to name them because they really haven't given me their permission to throw their names out like that. So I'm not going to say that. But there's two QAs I have that are also doing it. They're professional QAs that I met on LinkedIn, and I really appreciate the help. So, um, yeah, if you guys want to check it out, check that out. It's a it's a fun little game. There'll be more. Yeah, it's to come. A nice
1: little story to it too. So. Oh, thank you. I, I enjoyed the story. I, I enjoyed writing the story. I should say um also i said it before i do like the color combos and the way the backgrounds and everything looks the visual is very nice oh
0: thank you
1: still going with he-man though on the little the little character
0: the main character shade looks like um i took i took inspiration uh from he-man's what the what is the wizard called from he-man now you're
1: gonna have oh, me looking oh man I'll, i yeah i was gonna say I'll,
0: i might look this up too because it's just it looks like him. It does. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I, I took a little bit of uh of the character Orca. Yeah, Orca. Uh so it's a little bit of him uh mixed with the wizard from Final Fantasy. Uh Good luck getting the number right. I
1: think yeah.
0: it's nine, yeah, nine. Yeah. It's a mix of those two. As you can see, I went with the darkness, his eyes and stuff, kind of from 9. And the color scheme is definitely from Final Fantasy. Um, but the more general look is is definitely Orgo from He-Man. And uh, I did that honestly, uh, you know, not to like talk shit about my, my coding abilities, but I did that honestly because uh, my Shades character has no arms and his legs are just triangles it made it really easy to to add the movements and stuff like that. And when I was first building the game I needed something a little easier. So I did go with something like that.
1: Yeah. Well, no. And it's younger. It's like obviously you don't have 40 years experience in something, so you start somewhere. You don't start you don't start at the top of the mountain to to just stand there. You kind of work your way to the top of the mountain, so
0: I wish I could just start at the top of the
1: mountain. That'd save me a lot of time. Yeah, but where's the fun in that? You missed so much on the way up.
0: <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It's um It's been a fun journey, and I appreciate the help. So thank you.
1: Ah, uh, anytime, anytime. Anytime <laughs> you want me to yell at you and say you're doing something wrong, you let me know, Rich.
0: Oh, you did. A lot.
1: Hey, that's what I'm here for. <laughs>
0: uh well, I mean, uh, that's all of our articles. For today
1: do you have anything else you want to touch on um not really I guess I'll just say uh thank you for those who have been listening uh we appreciate it uh if you do have any comments to leave in us just let us know we have received a comment or two here about what we could do hopefully we've kind of listened to those comments and made it a little better so yes. if you do have any more comments please just let us know uh but otherwise i think that's about all i got anything you have here for us sir
0: no i think that's great we'll have um so this episode's coming out tuesday so you guys should be listening to this tuesday or later uh the other episode which we also recorded today is the review of mortal Kombat, and that should be coming out friday and i say should because last time i accidentally uh released both of them on the same day so we'll go uh we'll go with the should
1: (laughs) Hey, but it was a double surprise day. So, it's yeah, like more two for the price of one. Yeah. Which is zero. So, so free.
0: And we do have another review coming up with Debbie. Um, I, I know we had some people that really liked that he showed up in the last one. We got some good reviews from there. So, he's going to be back in for uh, the Quiet Place 2 at the end of May.
1: Yep. He's also in the Mortal Kombat one. So, we. Yes. He is our review partner. If you will. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then we have new Fallout content coming out. Uh, we're gonna have another guest, Tracy, come in for that.
1: Oh, can't wait for that one.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Um, and I think uh, we're trying to get Bearded in for a game review. So, oh boy, uh, you guys will get to meet some more of our uh, of our gaming crew.
1: Co-conspirators.
0: Yeah, I like that. Co-conspirators. Um but for now thank you for listening and uh Yeah that's it Bye-bye.
1: bye bye Bye